What did you say? Well, but a sick dread. What? Well, but a sick dread. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of Well Mother Sick. Back again, the Negus of Nassau, St. Anton Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard at your service. Here with another episode of Well Mother Sick. And it's been a while. You know, I usually take my yearly hiatus um, around this time of year. And, you know, I always try to take some type of mental break because being a creative is a lot of work. And, you know, sometimes uh, it gets to you when I guess you're not satisfied in your creation or things become monotonous or you just feel mentally burnt out. And I was telling a friend um, the other day, sometimes burnout, it takes years to get rid of burnout. Sometimes the right situation, sometimes stepping away from something from years. But I ain't got that kind of opportunity to where I could stop doing this for a year stretch because this helping me get closer to where I want to be. But anyway, before I really get into what I want to talk to about today, if you um, if you want to sponsor this episode or this show with Mother Sick, or any of other, our other shows on the Original People Network, feel free to email us at the Original People Network at gmail.com or slide in our DMs, you know, for more information. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the other platforms, TikTok, my personal TikTok. And, you know, you can send in different suggestions or if you are business and you want to feature your product on our platform other opportunities you know the list goes on so coming back off the topic of me doing some self care and today's episode I want to entitle this but I ain't gonna put a title this because I might change my mind after I'm done and finish editing it but coming off the topic of self care and the importance of understanding what care really is. <laughs> and understanding at a certain point, you have to be selfish about yourself and understand what you personally need and not really concern yourself too much and not in every circumstance how it affects other people. Now, I said that because if you sit down the other day, let me start there. The other day, I had a friend, you know, I haven't spoken to them. Things been sort of up and down with them over the past, I'd say, year. Well, that's been with a lot of people I call friend. You know, I, in the recent months, since you know started getting you know back full time employed 
Um, I haven't spoken or have contact with a lot of people that I used to. And some of that is intentional, some of that is unintentional. It's, you know, just the way of life. So I've been somewhat missing <laughs> in general. People are always coming up to me. I've been getting that a lot of these past like two months. Oh, I only see you on the internet, never in person. Or you don't go out and move around. And even when I do, I buy myself most of the time. So I play in secret detective. <laughs> but I, I was talking to a friend, a good friend of mine. And they told me that, hey, I'm very concerned about you. And I don't know why that sort of made me scratch my head and sort of, I, I thought to look, sort of look at them sideways. I'm like, what you mean? You concerned about me? Well, you know, da 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 da. I could talk about it in due time. Da 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 da. I'm like, I really didn't do nothing to raise concern. I really trying to be the happiest that I can be. As I approach 30 years of age, the last year I've been realizing probably this started from probably around the same time last year, or even maybe in the last two, three years. So probably since the pandemic. And it's like, man, I spent most of my 20s being sad and depressed and worrying about where I want to be in life and not really enjoying life. Always overthinking and overanalyzing and self-sacrificing and even in some moments self-sabotaging. Um, yeah, I just last year I just been on the tip where I just want to enjoy life. I never enjoyed life before because you know because of these things and it took the world almost coming to an end. I mean the world slowly coming to an end, but it took this great pause for me to realize, wait, you feel in certain kinds of ways because X, Y, and Z. You feel in this certain type of way because you, you putting, you know, the pressure of other people onto yourself. I talked about this in the last, um, one mother suck episode, but yeah, I spent most of my twenties being sad and depressed over whatever the case may be, you know, whether it be relationships, opportunities, not like in my life, not like any, you know, I expressed that multiple times on my mother six since I started this part um, in 2019. And it's just been an ever evolution since then. But going back to what this, so when I hear someone say they're concerned, especially now, I'm like, what's she talking about? Then I started really, you know, that was just on my mind a lot. And I was like, let me, well, I always had the thought. Let me set the premise first. I also, I always had this thought that no one really cares about me. And I've been grappling with that thought for a minute, like over a decade since maybe I was a teen. And 
that thought always is prevalent when it comes around to my birthday. And that's why I really wasn't heavy celebrating on my birthday before, because it was like you always interpret birthdays as something that people are supposed to celebrate you just the day you came to Earth. But I realized that's not true. I realized that you may want something for yourself, but people ain't gonna necessarily give it to you. I remember watching the Kevin Gates interview, and he was like, Well, you gotta show people, you gotta celebrate yourself because you celebrating yourself is teaching people how they should treat you, how they should celebrate you. So if you celebrate yourself big, that's how people gonna follow the pot and do the the same thing. That's like, that's so true. That is so true. That's why I started, you know, doing things for myself, not waiting for people to do it for me. Because if I ever waited, you'd never get it. And then you'd be sad in the breast. Because you'd be like, oh, these people say they care for you, but they ain't really care. But but going back onto the care, I can get back to that celebration point a little bit later. But going back to the care, I looked up with this thought of care in my mind. And I just realized that people don't really care. It's like, let me see the definitions of what care is and what concern is. So first, let's just look up the definition of care as it says by Oxford languages. Care equals, it means the provision of what is necessary for health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of something or someone. I like that. Second definition is serious attention or consideration applied to doing something correctly or to avoid damage or risk. I like that too. Verb. Next, so on third definition. Feel concern or interest attach importance to something. Example, they don't care about human life. Fourth definition. Look after and provide for needs of. All right, we can stick a pin in care. We can look up the definition of concern. Hold on. So now the definition of concern, we can go through these four definitions. Number one, relate to or be about. Okay. Two, make someone anxious or worried. Example, the roof of the barn concerns me because eventually it would fall in. Noun, third definition, because those was the verb. Noun, anxiety or worry. Four, a matter of interest or importance to someone. Housing is the, is the concern of the housing executive. Now, you would say, since I really read these definitions that care and concern is the same thing. And if you looked and glanced at it, that would be true. Because to to look after this is all in the action of looking after something. Um, Putting something at top priority or high importance. Right? But there is a difference between care and concern. And I, when I sat down and thought about it, I just broke down, you know, understanding comprehension and how words mean things and how they work. Concern is a reactive action. But care is proactive. 
Let me give you an example. In these definitions with concern, it is always after something has happened or there's evidence of danger that concern rises. Even in this last definition, amount of entrance, uh, amount of interest or importance to someone. Housing is the concern of the housing executive. Why would housing be that concern of the housing executive? Because people need places to live. So this committee or this entity needs to ensure that there's sufficient housing. They have this concern because this concern is, hey, we need to continuously solve this problem. But what if there's no problem? When people use the word concern, other adjectives, no, other um, similes are not the similes, what the word is. Other similar words are worry, disturb, trouble, bother, perturbed, unsettled, apprehension, disquiet, worry, anxiety. These are all reactions. The, that's why I say concern is a reactive action. You will be concerned about your well-being when you see that that from the doctor give you some test results, your blood pressure too high, you're too obese. They find some growth or some um, tumor in some part of your body, your skin turning in a certain way, their symptoms. All of it is based off of what I see first, analyze first, and then assess, and then the anxiety level or caution level goes up. Whereas care based on the definitions that we just read to look after or provide for the needs of care is a proactive action for instance I'm going to give a good example but if if I was to give you a flower right now and I say yo to ensure that this flower doesn't die and gets its right nutrition you need to water this plant X amount of days. However, they say once every two days or three times a day or, you know, make sure I get sunlight, this amount of sunlight or whatever. to So it won't wilter. So it would live. Now you're, you're doing things that is preventative of it wiltering away and eventually dying. You didn't wait until the plant with the leaves start turning around and withering to start watering it and, and started putting the plant into the appropriate sunlight. Did you get that? See? See the difference? The concern. I gotta see what happened first and then react. But care, I re- I act first and then ex- expect have an expectation of positive results later. There's a difference. <laughs> and I, let me let me let me bring it all, all the way home. Most people don't care about you because they don't have any proactive actions as it pertains to worrying about your well-being. See, if they cared, they would have to notice that. <laughs> I'll use a good example. Like, let's say, for instance, your job doesn't care about you. The people at your job doesn't don't care about you. Why? 
Because if you always happy and hunky dory every day, no one has rage, rage of concern. Or if you are acted in a certain positive manner, there won't be no red flags raised or anything like that when you come to work. But let's you come to work sort of depressed. You probably ain't doing your job correctly. Like, you know, people perceive that you're out of it. You're making errors. You know, you might have the, the human resources have to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Direct manager have to talk to you about your performance. Your performance is dipping. Um, you may have a fallout or something happened with a fellow coworker. All these things. That see, the concern raises. Like what's going on with such and such? But they didn't nothing, nothing to care for your well being. Hey, maybe to avoid. Let's say someone feeling burnt out. Hey, you didn't work all this overtime. We impose on you. You get a break. Not waiting until you at the pennant. You at the scene of breaking it. Then and say, okay, now I think okay, you doing all these different things, and you may need you know some time off. You see the difference. So going back to generally, people don't care about you. That's why you gotta care for yourself. Make sure that you good. Because if if you don't put, I would notice if you don't put, if people don't see you, and you don't post nothing online, and you just out of the way, you wouldn't get no phone call. You wouldn't. No one would check up on you. No one would even care. It's only when they hear you in a hospital or they see. Again, you're getting some positive or negative news or media coverage. Or they see someone that's supposed to be associated with you. They're going through a hard time or a good time. And then you are a topic of discussion. And then, hey, let me see how such and such doing. All reactive, nothing proactive. See me, because I always look at me. When I, if I say you're my friend, I don't have to wait until I feel like you going through something. I can feel like, oh, I ain't talked to whoever in a while, or, you know, I feel, you know, God probably telling me, check on this or that person. Let me reach out. I ain't gotta wait and see or missing bumping to you randomly and be like, oh, what's going on? And then you, like, you might be off, but you might not want to tell me that set. And then obviously when I follow up, then you get the whole story. Like, no. But, you know, most people aren't like that. And you should, I really don't expect them to be because as they are worrying about them, you should be worrying about you. Like I worry about me. I'd learn how to care for me. And I'll wait until someone else did. I had to learn how to do for me and not wait until someone else came along and helped or did. I relied on me because only me know what I need. That's why, you know, I don't feel the way about sometimes mentally checking out, taking a break, doing other activities that bring me joy. And not caring what other people think. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you might have your opinions on whatever, but I'm living my life. You were not. 
when I go to sleep and lay down at night with these thoughts in my mind, I have to deal with them. Only me and the great father and the great beyond. But you are nowhere to be found. When I have to go through my trials and tribulations. Yeah, people say they can be with you through that. But they can be with you through going through it as you would be for yourself. They think you need X, Y, and Z, but they, you don't really get what you need until you decide, hey, let me do this for myself. Let me do X, Y, and Z. These things can help me better me. These things can help me feel better about myself. And I was tell people, when you drop the expectations of such and such or people you feel like should have, you, you know, have your back and be in your corner, you know, you feel more free. You like, okay. You know, you you ain't support this whatever, whatever, or you know, whatever the case may be, or you know, whether it be your business or some venture. Or you know, there's a lot you have a lot of lonely nights. And at some point it is what it is. But you have to make sure that people be careful with you and you be careful with yourself do the things sometimes take those days like you might be home be in a bad mood or let's say for instance you plan a trip and everybody else flag on you on the trip you still go take that trip stop being afraid of being alone because listen you was born alone you can die alone so you waiting for other people for you to enjoy life nobody go enjoy life and understand how to communicate with people and you know have conversations because along the way be the people you know may not be the people that the people you know at the starting line may not be the same people at the finishing line life is an adventure we should have this abundance mentality to where, you know, I go anywhere and I'm gonna have a good time. I don't need, I don't need others to have a good time. And I may meet new people and then they might become the others and give me different perspectives and, you know, be a nomad. Not really a vagabond, but nomadic in the nature of you're spreading goodwill wherever you go. So people take to you, you know, you treat others with kindness, respect, and you get it all. You get that love back. But to be fixated on worrying about more others more than yourself is ludicrous. Care for yourself. Like I say, ain't nobody else can do it. You can be disappointed nine, but ten out of ten times so that you're waiting for someone to do it for you. And because you do it for others, don't expect them to do it for you. You being given of your heart is your own self-care. I said, I said again, you be give, you being given of your own self is your own self-care. You don't give all of yourself looking for necessarily looking for something back, but you do it because if it fills you, it brings you great joy in helping others 
And then you could just walk away because you you were fulfilled in just giving. Because they say, you know, give and you receive. But we often think because if we give, whatever we give, we're going to receive it back. No, the, the gift is the joy that comes inside of you. And putting that smile on somebody's face. Making someone day brighter. That's the gift. Because those things last forever. People will never remember necessarily your name or which material thing you gave to them, but they can remember how you made them feel. So, take care of yourself. Don't worry about all these other frivolous things. Just make sure you're good. And once you're good, everything else can be good. Put you as number one. Make sure you're your top priority. If you need to call off from work just to have a mental health day, do that. If you need just to disappear from the internet and probably from the physical, like go somewhere and don't tell nobody, do that, babe. If you afraid of doing X, Y, and Z because of prayer pressure, and people always associate prayer pressure with being a teen or being... Um, in your early 20s no prayer pressure exists until the day you die we do a lot of people do things based on um, the approval of others but if you always wanted to do let's say for instance um, I always wanted to cosplay from years like you know the first time I saw I was interacting with any form of cosplay was really when I went to art school in 2012 and then I went to my first convention a pass through saw the parade in 2014 at Dragon Con. I always wanted to do it. And like I say, like one day for my birthday, like again, it started out as I wanted to celebrate me how I want to celebrate it. I ain't gonna wait on people to celebrate me. And then that's how I made my first cosplay, like the Black Panther and did a photo shoot and all that good stuff. And that ballooned into uh, what I doing today. <laughs> and more people joined. But it was like but I don't care however you may think of it. But I enjoy it myself. You know, because at the end of the day, you when I die, I go to that grave alone. And I gotta when my last final moments I'm gonna look at my life and be like, wait, I really lived a good life. Yeah, it wasn't along the way, it wasn't what I expected it to be or how I wanted it to be, but you know, through God's time and then grace, I made the most of it. So Take care of you. So, Mother Sick. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Sick. It's been a good one. I thinking, even though I've been doing this for a while, I'm getting better at this. At least being concise. But as usual, if you want to like to sponsor this episode or any other episode, feel free to slide in our DM. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at the original people network at gmail.com for more. And we have more content coming to you. You know, new, everything cool, and new um, tool for cartoons coming soon. Uh, we'll see how that goes whenever that happens. But yes, I am back from my creative hiatus. Y'all take care of yourself. Be careful with you. Tell people the same thing.
Ja, jeg siger. Mm-hmm.